Hey, are you like me and your whole day is bad if you have a bad shit in the morning? Are you tired of those frothy messes getting deposited in your porcelain throne? Oh, Jesus. Well, you need a cleanse, my friend. And the way to do that is to eat right. You can't be trusted to buy good food, buddy. <laughs> You'll be at McDonald's every day. <laughs> what you need is Blue Apron. Heard of it? Well... They offer delicious meals that are delivered right to your door. They send food that's pre-portioned with the recipe cards. You just got to prepare it. Things like ribeye steak and spicy vegetable hash, sweet corn and pepper apanadas. Uh, and for the hippies out there, purple rice and miso spinach bowls. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. We got a special offer for you if you listen to Cold Cans Podcast. Go to coldcanspodcast.com slash blue apron, and you can take 30 bucks off your first meal. You hear me? 30 bucks. That's $30 US. So go to coldcanspodcast.com slash blue apron, find the deal for you, cleanse your system, and be right in the morning when you're shitting. And while you're cleansing your system while you're shitting, food-wise, uh, the boys, Nick and I, we've decided to cleanse our system of alcohol in preparation for this uh, episode today. We've gone on a seven-day alcohol-free cleanse. We'll be here to tell you all about it as we enjoy a ice-cold O'Doul's premium non-alcoholic beer. We always give like a little body reaction, I feel like, when we take a drink. And this time we both gave the exact same body reaction, which was <laughs> we shrugged our shoulders. <laughs> I think I expected the worst. Before. I've never drank it myself. This is one of the few beers we've done that I've literally never had anything of before. And yeah. it is. Meh. Yeah. Tastes like beer. It honestly tastes like beer. There's really like if you're craving beer. Um, and that's tastes the like whole flat point of warm beer, even though it is semi cold. It is and cold. brand new. Yeah. Yeah. But it does taste like beer. That actually surprised me. Um, the first thing I want, we always look at the labels. First thing I want to do with the label, label's nice, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Official sponsor of the PGA Tour. That I didn't know. I didn't know Duels <laughs> was marketing itself. I don't know if John Daly's heard about that, but he would not be in support of that. Uh, uh, yeah, it says premium and extra smooth O'Duels. It says premium twice on the front of the label. Non-alcoholic brew contains less than 0.5% alcohol by volume. Yes, so there is still a, a bit of alcohol in it. It's but like kombucha. For all intents and purposes, it's non-alcoholic like a kombucha. Um, their their logo from their website or their slogan on their website says, go ahead, it's in a duels. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, and their website is shit. I encourage all the listeners to go to oduels.com because it's garbage. Slash cold cans. Um, but the, uh, like, there's three things. Enjoy an oduels where you read about them. Golf, and then there's a link that says rules of the game. You can read the rules of golf. And then a link that says designated driver, and they talk about how to be a designated driver. Did the Tiger Woods fiasco lead to O'Doul's sponsoring PGA? Is that part of it? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe the PGA needed to clean itself up after that uh, scum Tiger got in there. (laughs) Well, I guess they would really be sponsoring the, like, uh, something about spousal abuse because his wife beat the shit out of him with a golf club. They're not sponsoring 
spousal abuse. What you're just saying is that they're responding to the incident of spousal abuse to be a sponsor for reputable golfers. Uh, no, <laughs> I think they're <laughs> O'Doul's is fully in because whoever came up with O'Doul's, you know, an al- un- non-alcoholic beer mm-hmm. had a insatiable thirst for the taste of beer. Yeah, we should get into that. Okay, let's do it. But anyway, he beat the shit out of his wife, or she beat the shit out of her wife oh. or husband, yeah, and that's why they started be... this brewery. Got it. Okay. So they wouldn't beat the shit out of their spouse anymore. Ah, because they were alcoholics, they needed the flavor. They couldn't give up the flavor, so they went so far as to push the boundaries of science, uh, create a non-alcoholic beer that we can all enjoy today. That is the bit I am unsuccessfully concocting. Got yes, it. thank you. Um, so, O'Doul's, I guess... As the listeners, we've alluded to uh, a non-alcoholic beer with a trace amount of alcohol. Um, the process for creating an O'Doul's, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Who could say, really? Who could say? It's uh, probably a, something with the fermentation because I think that's how alcohol is created in other beers is it ferments longer. And perhaps you can get yep. the taste of a beer without fermenting it for a long time. That's all conjecture. Yeah, so there is some science, uh, a very brief history and science of non-alcoholic beer, but it's uh, not interesting. There is a lot about um, fermentation. It'll fit well with this podcast. <laughs> Please continue. Now, let's talk about the whole cleanse idea. Let's okay. get back to that. So you and I have gone on a seven-day, we pledged to go on a cleanse and not drink alcohol um, for seven days. What Why led did, us to this? What, what led, led, us, us what to led you to this decision? I had a weekend that was a real bender, two nights in a row. And really a full day of drinking. Okay. And when my I'm not in my like college shape anymore where I can just drink all day, every day and be fine. Sure. Like we it affects me all week if I if I have a bender now. Right. We should get into that a little bit. Like it does seem, and I agree with this, you get a little more hungover with age. Yeah. I think everybody feels that. I think it's when, yeah, it's when you ever you stop drinking as much as you once were. Right. Because, like, if we had kept drinking the same amount since we were in college, we'd be fine. Well, so I did a little bit of research on this. I wanted to surprise you with it because I think this is a, I think it's a relevant point to to why Joey's we went on the cleanse. Um, why do hangovers do hangovers really get wor- worse as we get older? And then, if so, why do do they? And I think there's enough like evidence that they do. Okay. Many factors appear to be involved in worsening of hangover in old age. One is that the liver capacity to cope with the toxicity of, oh boy, here we go, acetaldehyde, acetaldehyde, something in beer, the the capacity to cope with that decreases as we get older. So uh, acetaldehyde is directly detoxified in the liver by an antioxidant called glutathione. Our data indicated that as age increases, glutathione generation capacity is decreased. So cells may be recovered or repaired. So there's a scientific explanation, but like that's been refuted. It's been bantered around. One that is kind of uh, actually taken hold in the community is there is a link between age and hangovers, and it's that we've gotten fatter. When you get older, you get fatter. Um, or potentially you get thinner, but change in body size in either direction can potentially worsen hangover, um, because blood alcohol level decreases and your body is used to a certain level. So your body is, your kidneys are used to processing it in a a certain fashion and either Mm -hmm. gaining or losing weight changes that. And it makes you less efficient and it makes you awful the next day. Okay. Basically we were 
fucking alcohol processing machines when we were younger because we experienced it for the that first was time. my degree, baby. <laughs> Our bodies adapted to it and we were able to just like churn through it, um, kill the toxicity and move on. And our bodies are still tuned to that uh, method. And then we all got fat. And now they're not anymore. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I buy that, I guess. There. Because, yeah, what happens when you get older? Normally, you get heavier. harder. Right. It's harder on everything. It's harder on your organs, harder on your joints. It's harder on everything. So. Yeah, totally. I buy it. But I also think that if I was a constant alcoholic from the time I was 20 till now, that I'd be a little bit better. Uh-huh. At dealing with hangovers. Sure. That's the price you'd pay. Because, like, at what point does that be... kick in, you know? At what point can your liver stop breaking it down? Because, like, right, exactly. I'm 26 years old, in the, not even to the physical peak of my life. <laughs> yeah. you got another year left before you're <laughs> before able to I'm potentially the join the NBA. In the world. Yeah. yeah. No, but it, you because you did it inconsistently, you drank throughout your life. Right. You're not a constant everyday... 10 beer a day alcoholic yeah, your body regret. your body <laughs> did not have time to adapt and evolve and be a better processor of the toxicity mm. of it okay so, so so is it purely so suffice to say our hangovers have gotten worse our, our hangovers have gotten worse what we think is happening actually is happening yeah so is that going back to why you chose to go on a cleanse is that like purely the reason why you chose to do it or are there other factors i think it's just a general like i don't want to feel shitty anymore why, like, yeah. why am I doing this to myself? My sure. chest hurts. Can't sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think I agree. Like, that's why I did it. And for me, it wasn't just physically with the hangover. Um, it's like mentally. Like, yeah. it's, y- you feel the depressive effects of alcohol more. Um, to like, when you're a kid, you know, you're partying or whatever. And I, I don't know, for whatever reason, they can be better ignored. But here, you know, you kind of wake or, up yeah, and go Or to you just and... start drinking again the next day. If you're feeling sad, oh, something's off. Yeah. I don't crack a beer. And that's a vicious cycle. Yeah. And but for is... us now, it's Monday and you got to go to work. And so you can't do that. Exactly. And so a worse cycle of that is like alcoholism, which is not really anything like that's a serious thing. People yeah. battle it all the time. It's a vicious cycle. Uh, um, a more milder case of it is like you said, and which I've done plenty, which is like going on a bender and then just feeling physically bad and like fucking emotionally and mentally bad. And so you need to take like a break. Yeah. It's really a blessing in our lives that we don't feel so shitty about our lives themselves that we need to keep drinking to like be okay. Yeah. We're very fortunate. Our baseline is, yeah, our baseline is not that. And another thing on that about the, the mental aspect of it, it's like, the next day when you have to sleep in till, you know, 10 o'clock in the morning and it's a beautiful day outside, like it's the middle of summer. Like what yeah. the hell am I doing wasting away five hours of daylight by being hungover? That's, that was a yeah. big thing for me too. Like I'm, I'm ruining my entire next day. Why am I doing this yes. at night? Is this that fun that I need to do this? Am I getting that much benefit out of it? No. Yeah. I, I, I'm less the burning the daylight away guy <laughs> than you You're are. You're a late riser. You're t- typical West coast. Yeah. I, I'm up at 4.30 a.m. I was going to say, I get up, day. I get up deeply uh, late. I get up at 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh so it's ridiculous. God. Look at this guy. Fucking lazy No, but like that doesn't bother me as much as like burning away daylight. Cause I'm willing to switch to be a night owl. But what does typically happen is the combination of like, like, well, it's like you said, you just feel like shit no matter when you wake up. The next however long you're awake, 15 hours or whatever, you're going to feel awful. 
Um, and so yeah, and you can't do anything else. You can't you do anything. Plans, you're just you just feel stuck. like shit during it, and you, you're probably not going to work out. Yep. You're probably going to eat because that's a great way to feel better. You're going to order a large Domi's pizza, have it delivered straight to yes. the couch. <laughs> yes, because you can't even get to the door. No, you got to watch uh, episode or you got to watch like Hellboy. As you and I did, uh, yeah, we did. On, what last Sunday or two was Sundays that, ago? I think it was two Sundays ago. We a sat around home over and watched week. Hellboy, um, <laughs> and then went, "Yeah, we need to go on a cleanse for a week." Um, but yeah, you, you just so then your weekend's gone because now all of Sunday is gone. You wanted to go on a hike, or maybe you wanted to get a little side project done, or whatever you wanted to do is gone because you have to just nurse. It's like getting sick, except yeah. you did it yourself. Yeah. And that's another thing of getting older, I think, is yeah. when we're so busy during the week that we don't have time to do anything recreationally or something yeah. we actually want to do. Weekend's the only time you can do it. And if you're yeah, totally. pissing that away because you had to drink away the sorrows of your work week, then you're it's just lose-lose yes. altogether for totally. like two seconds of, oh, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> Cheers. Give me and, a shot of tequila. And another thing is Kayla. <laughs> tequila. Oh, tequila. Got it. And another thing is From a like bartender named Kayla. <laughs> Full circle. Uh, I'm also willing to sacrifice a day um, of being hungover if I can tell that like the event or the thing that I'm doing is going to be worth it. But I yeah. used to not have to like make that distinction. <laughs> right. Uh, like I used to just go, let's just fucking go. And now it'll be like, you know what? It's Tuesday. It's 11. I'm going to bed by one. Like I'll hang out with you guys. I'll have. I'll have beers with you guys, for God's sakes. I'll, I'm there. I just don't need to rip shots uh, until I'm fucking hungover till Tuesday. Yeah. And, uh, and and so now there's always that like mental math going on, which is like, I will be uninhibited and go for it if I'm in fucking Vegas or something. Right. Like, whatever. I don't care. But a lot of times I'm I'm stepping back from that and going, I don't want to feel like shit. I, I don't want this to sort of control my life. Part of me loathes that ca- calculation. I Me do too. the same thing. I hate, I hate it, it too. Yes. But I know it's necessary. It's it a part of becoming older and having more responsibilities and mm-hmm. just like trying to be wiser. But like in the moment when you're just like, yeah, let's go. It's it's a it's an effort to sort of predict the future a little bit. Like yeah. cause it is the thing in front of you is the most exciting. Everyone else is doing it and you do it. Um, but if you project out, you'll go, I'll be happier over this three day span if I just take the foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah. And that's the thing too. I don't need to drink 12 beers in three hours to have fun. Exactly. And your friends don't care. Like as you get older, I think it's less about the like, rip the shots. (laughs) And it's more like, we're all hanging out. It'd be kind of lame if you didn't come hang out. Yeah. It would also be kind of lame if like we're out at a bar and you're like, I'll have water today. But at the same time, you can certainly pace yourself and have like a beer an hour. You don't need to have like six yeah. and be just fucking so maybe flopping we're around. In that weird like transition period where it's we're used to, you know, fun means having six beers in 45 minutes. Yeah. To like, I need to survive the night. I need to survive the next two days. What can yeah. I do to have fun but still be functional the next Three days. Right. Yeah. And maybe one of the choices that you can do is sprinkle in a fine premium O'Doul's yes. throughout your night. <laughs> if you can't stop yourself from consuming so much volume, then go for O'Doul's. If you want or all have the a... calories <laughs> with none of the reward. Right. Or, yeah, or have one beer an hour maybe, yes. a nice beer. Chug a bunch of O'Doul's. Speaking of, um, I'm on a Yahoo Answers thread, which asks... 
How many Odules do you have to drink to get drunk? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Valid question. Odules is classified as NA, but it does contain alcohol. U.S. law says in order for a beer to be classified as NA, it has to contain less than 0.5 ABV. Uh, Odules pushes those limits. Answer is essentially, if you feel drunk after, say, five regular beers, calculating one uh, Odules that contains 0.5, that's 10 Odules to one. So if you're drunk after five regular beers, you got to drink 50 O'Doul's to feel that <laughs> same thing. So the O'Doul's challenge is when you go out and you buy four cases of O'Doul's, you try to polish off 50 of them in an hour and see if you feel all pissed up. Wow. <laughs> You'll be pissing, that's for sure. Yeah, Jeez, for sure. Blue, that's a lot of volume. God, if, you know, listeners, if you're out there, and by all means, our lawyers advise us, do not do the challenge. But if you're out there and you uh, want to take on an O'Doul's challenge, Please tweet at us. Please tell us the effects of the old duels challenge. <laughs> yeah, tell us about your self-torture that you went through so you didn't have to be hungover. <laughs> and you probably duels. still would be hungover. I suppose, yeah, if you're trying to get to the maximum <laughs> drunkness from old duels. All right, uh, let's take a look at Beer Advocate. The uh, community gives it a 56, which translates to awful. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of alcoholics talking But about even that so, is. 56 is surprising. Like, Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It could be, you know, 10. Yeah, it means the bros actually give it a 77, which is okay. Yeah, so like the the community is basically saying we're beer enthusiasts and that doesn't necessarily, it doesn't mean that alcohol is 80% of why we're enthusiasts. It means it's a smaller portion. That's cool. By the way, uh, in the bros review, they say that alcohol is removed through the use of low temperature, low pressure distillation. This extremely gentle process allows the alcohol to be removed without heating or cooking the beer which retains the full, rich, and delicate flavor and balance of our non-alcoholic brews. Oh, that must be from Odell's. Sure. Okay. So it tastes the same. You don't have to do anything, like, strange and uh, genetically modified to take the alcohol out. It does, as we said at the top of the show, taste very much like a beer. If, yep. if anybody's thought, what does an NA beer taste like? And then you never said, I'm going to spend money on NA beers, which by all means don't. Um, it just tastes a lot like a normal, shitty lager. All right, let's rate this SOB. Okay, so I probably will stop the top half of the rankings. How about we start at Iyengar? Iyengar. Um, Iyengar Brauweiss way below. to Rolling Rock to Schuffenhofer Hefeweiss into Molson, Miller 64, Miller Lite, Budweiser Olympia, and Smirnoff Ice. That's the bottom half of our rankings. I'm right down there at the bottom. Yeah, I would—, I would- Oh, go ahead. You, I want you first. I would, I would maybe put this above Smirnoff Ice just because I want Smirnoff Ice to still be at the bottom. I would put this above Smirnoff Ice because okay. of the taste is so much better than Smirnoff Ice. Yeah. Um, Budweiser well, and Olympia, I'm having a little bit of trouble with. You them. want to put it above them? I, no, I, I would put Budweiser. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I do want to put it above Budweiser and Olympia. I okay. don't like it more than Miller Lite, but I fucking hated the Budweiser that we drank. I hate Budweiser. <sighs> I don't think it was that bad. And when you consider. <sighs> yeah, and it has alcohol in it. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's an end goal to Exactly. It. You're absolutely right. Yeah, because I still like drinking, even though I wanted to take a dry spell off, yeah. which this is indicative of. But I would never, never this when I'm doing a... Uh... I suppose we have to look at it like this. We would never drink. We would never buy this. Literally we would never, never order it. this. We would never drink this. Mm-hmm. So... I can't put it above Budweiser, and I probably can't put it above Olympia, but Olympia is your demon to slay. So how do you handle this with Olympia? Um, Olympia, when it's on tap, it's fine. I would drink one in a a bar. I would never drink an O'Doul's. I want Olympia above O'Doul's. Sober-minded, clear mind, full heart, I guess we should poke around with the Smirnoff Ice then. No. You won't do it? (laughs) 
I'm happy not doing it either. No, I don't so, want to put it above it. So we're putting no duels right uh, above Smirnoff Ice, but nonetheless, at the bottom of our rankings, not really um, O'Doul's fault in terms of taste. Uh, it's just what they chose to make. They did this to themselves. So if someone needs to drink an O'Doul's to remember what the beer tastes like uh, in lieu of their court-ordered uh, non-alcoholism, right. they got the bracelet, ankle bracelet. More power no, to you. No, but I'll no policeman in the country could arrest you <laughs> with an O'Doul's in hand. Yes. Our lawyers advise us that is definitely not true. The Cold Cans Podcast is recorded in the Overcast Room at Cloud Studios in Seattle, Washington. Visit cloudstudioseattle.com 